Hey, Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, David Orion, Andre Pandolfo Damiani, and Terry Jensen, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get exclusive Patreon shows, ad-free listening, and even more, then head on over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome one and welcome all. We are back yet again for Realms of Peril and Glory playing Veil today. I am here with the magnificent Laura Gurley. Hello. I'm going to be playing Meredith Wimber, the level three high elf bard. We're also here with the phenomenal Pip Gladwin. Uh, hello. Um, I've never been called phenomenal before. I'll be playing Tor Brennan, the also third level dwarf paladin. Of course, we are also here with the stupendous Liz Campbell. Hello. Uh, yes, I am playing Sergeant Zongroff Gralshak, the third level orc rogue. And of course, the fabulous Maddie Searle. Hello. I am playing Isadora Ravenwood, the third level half dark elf necromancer. And of course, here with me playing literally every other character except for the waiter is He's the nifty James Barbarossa. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm here to play every NPC. How you doing? Today, we're going to be playing. 13th Age, which is a D20 TTRPG designed by Rob Heinsu, the lead designer for D&D 4th Edition, and Jonathan Tweet, designer for D&D 3rd Edition. And it's published by Pelgrane Press. If you want to check out the game yourself, you can find the link in the podcast description. Last we left off, we were chatting with good old Vincenzo Rapscallion after uh, completely surprising him, coming in first thing in the morning and really setting his whole day off kilter. He had planned a really nice dinner for you. There was going to be really lovely food and you just didn't want that. And that's cool. And of course, we were at Justice Hall where we found out uh, all about the leaking information out of the case. Uh, and we found out that an envoy containing Meredith's father is going to be coming to the city to deal with the jurisdiction of the high elf Tavin, who is imprisoned below Justice Hall. Furthermore, we found out that the name of Isadora's mother is Felicity Taylor, as well as, you know, got really sad about, um, you know, your dad. Where we are now is in the cavernous halls 
of Justice Hall. Zongroff, you are coming down the stairs and you hear the enthusiastic yelling of Pine Silver as he speaks with High Elf Meredith Winvier in reception. Yes, uh, can I help you? Hi, um, yeah, so I'm here to, Zongroff and I were gonna talk to, I think we were gonna talk to Tarvin maybe. Uh, oh, I don't, well, I don't right, really... yeah, no, uh, 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 she, she's just come in actually, I sent her in to uh, speak to the chief, you know, cause he's Excellent. losing it. He's absolutely raging. If he, if she doesn't oh. speak to him, I don't know what he's gonna do. Oh, okay. Well, hope, hopefully, I don't know, she manages to calm him down a bit. Um, yeah. No, she's pretty good at. She seems to be pretty good at calming people down. I wish I was that good at calming people down. You know. Yeah. It'd do a wonder on my home life. I tell you that. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just stuff with my dad. I wouldn't want to bring it up. Yeah, you know. I'm sure you've got a really good relationship with your dad. Uh, I have two dads, and they're both dickheads. Oh. Let me tell you that. Oh, really? What kind of stuff? Like how? How so? I mean, I mean, what are they like? Constantly, um, you know, like chucking you out of the house and and uh, making you sleep on the sofa and. Oh, and, they- and <laughs> Not letting you eat any of their food because you don't deserve it. You know, that kind of business. Meredith sort of thinks for a second and thinks actually she had a pretty, like, cushy lifestyle in the Elven Dominion and never had to sleep on any sofas and always ate pretty well. No, they're just, like, emotionally mean, you know? Right, yeah. Only emotionally. She's taking a gulp of her coffee. Yeah. Only emotionally. That uh, must be be nice, I guess. Uh, Yeah. High elf stuff, I suppose, you know? Yeah, Meredith gets her flask out and she's like, "Do you want some coffee?" I would love some coffee, mate. I would love some coffee. I'm like, th- I'm like two. I'm, I'm only, I've only had two today. Oh, uh, this will blow your mind. So this is a little recipe that I made myself. Um, oh yeah. And it's I, I call it the Winvir Whip. And it's sort Ooh, of catching. That's very um, fancy. I hear they're talking about it in the Elven Dominion now too. So you know, it's spreading. Um, and the recipe's wow. secret, but I think you'll love it. Well, you know, I mean, hey, if it's any, anything like uh, the, the fancy uh, high elf stuff, it must be really, like, top, top shelf, really good stuff. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's uh, gonna... up on the board at Cafe Pirelli. I don't want to brag or anything. Up on the actual board? On the actual board. Scratched in. Nice. You pour a large cup of very, very dark brown liquid into the mug of Pine Silver, who just, uh, uh, and Zongroff, you're coming into the room as you see this liquid <laughs> touch Pine Silver's lips. This was literally the moment I was going to pick, Zach, so thank you. Oh, well, uh, hey, no, mm, just Pine, buddy. Zongroff, just... hi. Hi, Meredith. I kind of like, to, you know, make a little like, eyebrow raise at pine being like maybe whoa <laughs> this stuff is sweet mate like blimey oh. what do you say this is called the Winvir whip Winvir whip yeah um oh, you know i feel like i've heard the name Winvir today but i don't really remember well where, where that was it's probably because i played a really good gig last night so i that reckon that's why you know that you know i'm actually 100 percent certain that, yeah. that is where i've heard the name uh Winvir today and i can't think of any other Winvirs that might well be in anything to do with my job description. <laughs> Pine Silver is about two seconds from hitting the wall. Yeah. Uh, how much coffee is it? How, how much? Oh, how much caffeine is in this thing? Tried to warn you, buddy. Oh my god! I love this. I mean, it's basically just espresso and sugar syrup, but I'm not going to tell you the ratio. <laughs> I don't need to know the ratio. I can taste it. <laughs> oh, god. I can um, feel the ratio in my brain. Zongroff, do you want a cup? 
Zongrof, you actually uh, legitimately need to have this. I'm going to take Meredith to a different room. It was really nice to see you, as always, Pine Silver. Oh, sweet. Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> we got to get down to that. We got to get down to that orb shop like yesterday. I'm going <clears> to. <throat> I'm going to. I'm going to go question a suspect. I'm going to take. Oh, uh, yeah. Ms. All right, the three amigos, all three of us, ready to go question a subject. Yeah, oh, who's gonna man the desk, though? Oh my god, the desk! Things uh, are gonna go to pot if I don't manage, manage his desk! I yeah. think you've got just the right energy for manning the desk today. I think you're gonna do a really good job of that. I can cross-organise by two different systems. Nobody is gonna be able to find anything except me! <laughs> this is my in with the chief! I'm oh yeah, I'm just gonna like take Meredith by the shoulders and just yep. lead her out of the room. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll be, I'll be here when you're ready to go. Yep, you have Adam Silver. <laughs> yep. He seemed really cool in like a sort of sad way. Yeah, he's a <laughs> nice guy. Um, right, uh, Meredith, how are you doing? Um, I'm gonna be totally honest. I'm a little bit, I'm having a bit of a rough one. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm fine, I'm totally fine, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm sort of nervous because obviously Darren, my dad, is coming here and I don't, I don't really want to see him, but I feel like we've probably got stuff we need to talk out. Like, you know, why did you send Tarvin to kidnap me? What's going on? Why are you potentially involved in like all of these missing people? Um, you know, just normal teen stuff. But um, I mean, these, I'll be honest, these are questions that I think the Harbour Guard will also need to ask. Um, <clears throat> that journal you found, have you got it? Yeah, yeah, I've got it with me. Did you manage to make anything out? I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't really get to the bottom of, of this. It's mostly written in a code. Um, I could only really kind of decipher a few names and the term birth certificate. Um, Roll me another intelligence check, Sangraf. Please tell me you rolled another natural one. one. That is another nat one. You don't know what that, what birth certificate? What the fuck? What, I'm the worst What a weirdo. Ever. Oh my God, Tommen, why is he going on about birth certificates? What a fucking nutcase. Oh my God. This man is clearly insane. <laughs> oh my God, this has broken my brain. Okay. Well. Uh, that's super weird. Um, anyway. I can't possibly be linked no. to anything else. <laughs> well. No, I'm like crying. Um, okay. Right. Well, um, look, Meredith, I um, don't suppose you spoke to your father's... Um, I mean, I did give my other dad a call earlier. Um... I mean, yeah, I, I did try and be sneaky about it. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I know you said that might not have been the best thing to do, but I just did it. Because, you know, you just got to go for it sometimes. You just got to live your life. So I called him and I called Irving. I pretended to be Darren. Um, and he was having none of it. Um, so we basically just got into a huge argument um, he didn't give me any more information, really. Um, he just said he wanted me to come home. Uh, and I said, no, you know, I'm not about that. Right. Did they say that they hired Tavin or do they? No, no, wouldn't even admit to that. Hmm. Okay. Well, look, I think the next thing we need to do is we need to talk to Tavin. Yeah. Obviously, you know this guy better. I, uh, 
probably shouldn't bring you in the interview room because you're okay. like just like a civilian and like a victim and it's weird but yeah. um i think you can watch from sorry this is, I'm, <laughs> I'm making up some world building now um can I like if I go into interview tavern? Can can Meredith like watch from you know behind yeah, the mean, one way I glass? Will, I will genuinely work? let you bring her in if you want, or she can be behind glass in an interview room. In the politest way possible, I feel like an over caffeinated sixteen year old is a great idea. I completely <laughs> agree. Let's go. I, I think you should give her the lead on this. <laughs> um, I think send her in first. I would. I'd like to like arrange it so that she can watch and basically like you know knock on the glass or something if there's something or she but i would i'd yeah. like her to to see what or hear the interview but do you have any not- like cool earpieces so like i can like hide behind the glass i can be all like cool and secretive and i can be like hey hey zongroth ask him about this thing and then you can and then we'll be like yes got him sure magic yeah yeah nice. yeah if you want if you really want <laughs> um okay also, I think that will look really cool. I think that will look cool and intimidating. I think he'll be intimidated by that. Yeah, that's some magic doohickey. But yeah, uh, basically, short version, I would like to interview Tavin with Meredith. Yeah. Do you want me to cast Charm Person on him so he thinks that you're his friend? Uh, no. Okay. Not, not the, yeah. Is that not really allowed? It kind of invalidates the interview. There's some rules and stuff. Lame. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. But, you know... Maybe later. <laughs> you guys head down uh, into one of the interview rooms uh, and a guard. Uh, Meredith, you are popped into uh, this place behind the glass. You see there's a few uh, kind of speaking stone based technology crystals kind of recording a lot of different angles of this room. Uh, you can see there is audio recording happening. So it's being saved for, you know, any possible trial that needs to happen. And Zongroth is given an earpiece so that you can speak with her uh, while you're in the other room. Would you like it to be visual? Do you want Tavin to be able to see it or not be able to see it? I mean, he doesn't necessarily know who's on the other end, right? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, he might intuit it (laughs) based on you asking things like, why were you working for my dad? But you know. That is exactly how I would phrase that question, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you know, something like that. Yep. But he might be able to intuit it and use that to advantage oh, somehow, fine. but it's up to you. I mean, I don't mind if it's visible. You're already letting us have this technology. So, <laughs> so you've got a, a, an earpiece kind of coming out that, that you can see, and um, you go and sit in the interrogation room. Uh, everything kind of starts up around you, and the door buzzes on the other end, and uh, guard escorts. Tavin into the room. Oh, good morning, officer. Good morning, Tavin. Um, How can I help you this morning? I have some questions for you. I'm sure you do. Yep. So it's Tavin. Yes. Is that just Tavin? Could be. Fun. Have you got a surname? Who's to say? You know, um, I could be anyone really, couldn't I? Right. Okay. I can see how you've decided to come into this room, Tavin. You could always ask... um, Meredith, what my what she thinks my surname is. Is she around here at all? Oh, uh, we'll be getting a full statement from uh, Miss Winfield. Don't you worry, and all the people, sure. obviously, who witnessed uh, everything that you did. So, not to worry about that. Plenty of questions to be asked all day. Well, what can I say? I saw an old friend from high school, and things got out of hand. Mm, right. So, Tavin, um, 
look, I'm going to start it this way. I know you're from the Elven Dominion, and I know you probably think that you can uh, ride Many out your elves here. are. That is a true fact. And you know what? <laughs> I appreciate a true fact. Well done, you. Of course. Gold star. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have actual gold stars here, or just the little play pretend ones you pin to your jackets? <laughs> oh, cute. Tavin, I know you think you can probably sit here and, and ride out your time and wait until the Elven Dominion comes to claim you. Usually people get lawyers in when they're being asked questions like this, do they not? <laughs> I don't know, Zach. Um, don't worry, I'd... I'll be providing my own. They'll be here. Yeah, I sure. mean, Tavin does, ha he does have a right to a lawyer. Would Tavin like to waive that right? Oh, I'm having somebody to come and uh, take, care of, take care of my rights soon. But presumably he's happy. He's been read his rights. Uh, mm. Presumably he's willing to talk now. Yeah, well, I mean, I just mean to say I have somebody coming from the Dominion to make sure that uh, everything is uh, above board. Yes, no, I have, uh, I have in fact been notified of that. And um, yes, Tavin, I would expect that, well, there's two ways this can go. Uh, one, you can cooperate, <clears throat> give me the information that I want to know. And when you come to be fetched, uh, you'll be able to leave, be taken away and uh, face whatever you face in the Elven Dominion. That's, that's really their jurisdiction, their problem. The other option, my friend, is that we can tie up your transfer in bureaucracy so far that you will be left to rot in this cell for weeks. There is a man upstairs, an unsung hero of the guard by the name of Pine Silver, and I have never met a man who has done as much paperwork in his entire life. And that man knows every loophole, every false form, everything that will keep your transfer delayed for months. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way. I genuinely need you to roll me a charisma check on this. Cause that was not... fucking brilliant. I don't have any charisma, Zach, no. That's a dirty 20. Yeah. Did oh, you add yeah. a background to that? Yeah, no background. Right. With you the, can if, add you a background. Me, if you let me put my police background, that's a 25. Tavin looks riled. To say the least. I don't think you have a goddamn thing on me. What you have on me is an assault charge. What you have on me is a perhaps illicit use of magic. That's what you have on me. Yeah, you haven't it's got fun. A that does sound thing. like things on you now that you listen yeah. to that. <laughs> I, I make a very obvious note in my notebook of those things. Assault. Assault. <laughs> it's petty. It's petty compared to the sort of trouble that's going around this city. And I'm not the only one involved in it. And it's funny you bring that up, Tavin, because I actually agree. I think that probably you are not the big bad that I'm looking for. If you help me find them, I won't have a lot of time for you, frankly. And you can go on your merry way, go through the system, go back to the Elven Dominion. So why don't you tell me where these names in your notebook came from? I don't know a thing about any notebooks. I don't know a thing about any big brain higher ups that you might get involved with, okay? If paperwork comes down the line, then I guess paperwork comes down the line. All right, let's start at the beginning. This notebook you're saying isn't yours? Never heard of it. Oh my God, like you must have heard of a notebook. Like 
who doesn't know what no book is. Like, I don't know what he, that means. I don't know the, I don't meaning, know the meaning of the word. Notebook, never. All right, I'm sorry. We we did we did jump to the advanced level here. Let's start from the beginning. Who asked you, hired you, what it might be, to go and get Meredith? Nobody asked me a goddamn thing, all right? Right, so you're just snatching women for your own means? I'll Oh, I'll take a note of that one. Well, you know, nasty uh, Dominion half-elves like me, where who knows what sort of manners we got taught, I guess. That orb you had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems you came prepared. Where'd you get that from? I don't know a goddamn thing. About any orbs or about any <laughs> notebooks. And I don't think you've got anything to prove that I do. I mean, we do have, so and I can't stress <laughs> multiple, multiple witnesses who saw you both produce the orb, attack the public. We know this notebook was found on your bag. Again, you can leave this to be proved in a court of law. I'm taking our bets here that I'll be fine. Or we can speed this it's, all up. You look like a busy man. It's so sad to see so much anti-Dominion opinion that's just pervaded the law enforcement. I'm I'm sorry that your institutional bias against my homeland has led you to think that I'm part of some evil collective of shadowy high elves somewhere in the distance, but I can assure you that if I was, I wouldn't say a goddamn thing. Don't you think it's occurred to you that the Elven Dominion can do a million worse things than me? Then wrap me up with paperwork, do you understand? Um, do I get the suggestion that I'm not going to be getting much you out of this You get the guy? suggestion. Right, right. Well, that may be so. Uh, over here we do follow the rules. Uh, and, uh, I hope you enjoy your stay. Looks like I'm going to have to, isn't it? Um, yeah, if I look, if I feel like I'm not going to get anything from this kid. What I will tell you is, uh, see how well you find it holding back the High Elf coming to talk to me, and then we'll see if you maybe understand what sort of situation I'm in, whether you think I could hold them back, whether you think you could protect me from them. I, I kind of look at him, because I think I have a very easy way of preventing that person from coming to him, but I go, okay, we'll see, and then I'll leave. Yeah, I guess we will. <laughs> yeah, you head back... Uh, into the interview room. Uh, Meredith's been watching the whole thing. Do you guys have anything you want to say to each other? I mean, like, don't let him rile you, because, like, end of the day, it's my dad. I think you could take my dad easy. (laughs) (laughs) Plan B. I'm... Okay. Meredith, look, if it's your father who is coming to deal with Tavin, you you said that you've reason to think that it was your father that sent Tavin in the first place. We have every right to stop him. Yeah, well, that's what Tarvin said. Okay, well, look, I'm going to need, probably going to need you to give an official account of what Tarvin did. And But don't worry, I think, I think there's things we can do. See, I reckon we should, like, maybe send caffeinated Pine Silver in there to talk to him for a bit. Um, maybe we need to man the desk, because you know <laughs> someone's got to man the desk. But, like, I don't know, just see if that wears him down a little bit, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's all right, I've... I've got a big job for Silver. <laughs> I am going to set Silver off on, like, <laughs> ruining every piece of paperwork. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. 
It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We are going to cut over to, uh, I'm just going to say to Brennan, I think you're done with Rob Scallies. I think that I've given you everything I can from that. Reasonable to say you've left that conversation now, that place now? Yep, works for me. I, I, anything else would have just been pleasantries along the same lines of like, okay, Bye. Thank you for your Bye-bye, information, and I'm <laughs> not going to come after you unless I find out you were lying. Sure, that is fair. Okay, so we're going to cut over to the Church of Ross, where Tor Brennan, you've been told uh, Isidore is going to meet you there. Uh, you're waiting outside after your uh, encounter with the Rapscallions, and uh, you see Isadora approaching you in the distance. Isadora's immediately, as soon as she sees Tor Brennan, going to run up to him and... Like, she's not even going to try for a hug. She's just going to slam into his plate, bang her head off his plate, and just start crying. Ah, uh, um, uh, what's, what's the matter? What's, 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 what's Everything's happened? Everything's fine. Everything's absolutely fine. It's just... Insight check. <laughs> not only um, you need one, my man. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It's just been a, a really hard day so far. My teacher yelled at me. They're not going to let us get the book that you want. Um, my dad um, has been holding back a lot of stuff about my mum. And um, I understand why he did it, but it's just really hard to have it all come out now. And oh, and the newspaper is full of me doing scary necromancer stuff when I was just trying to help people. I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. no I, I, I apologise. It's, it's all right. Uh Yes, did see the newspaper. Um, this is going to be how it is for a bit. But what we're going to do is we're going to keep doing what we're doing, which is the right thing. And, you know, public opinion 
that can change. And, uh, you know, we're, I think, really the only people who, who, who can change it. So we'll keep doing what we're doing. And, uh, you know, you're on this case. You're on this case with us. And uh, when we solve it, and then we'll be up there too. You'll have been a part of it. And that'll be a small thing. And people will still judge you. And people will still, you know, assume the worst based entirely on what it is you can do rather than what it is you choose to do with the things that you can do. And it's going to, um, it's going to be a little shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Isadora, um, but it will change and you won't be alone. I'm sorry about uh, revelations, f family <laughs> revelations. Yes, I, um, I suppose I, <laughs> I suppose I ducked out before too many of those could happen. Uh, so um, I don't have much experience in that field, but um, yeah, by sympathy. Yeah. And your teacher, go over that one more time for me. Yeah, sorry. Um, Professor Leonore um, says that the Ways of Valor contains blasphemous and heretical content, and she won't let anyone look at it. And it's locked in a vault deep in, deep in the school. Um, and uh, speaking of that, I actually... I had another dream last night, and I think I know where it's being kept. Um, As in where the entrance might be? Yeah. Um, it looked like a, a perfectly ordinary door um, in my dream, but I just knew that that's where it was. Well, I'm loath to resort to breaking and entering immediately, um, but uh, these things are... Uh, perhaps become uh, necessary down the line. Is that, um, is that the door closed then? Is there no way um, well, we could reach it through official channels? I think that my, my Professor Yorog might be able to help us. Um, that's why I asked that we meet here, because um, she, uh, she tends to, to hang out around here. Um, yes. She's a member of the congregation. So that might, that might help us get to it um, more officially. Um, but I'm not sure. Well, at least we have breaking and entering as a last resort, yeah, eh? Yeah, it might be quite fun. Yeah, it sounds a <laughs> bit of light, light B&E. Yeah, yeah, why not? You know, um, then is the, well, you know, when you're on a quest, you know, a barred door uh, uh, or some bureaucracy, there's, uh, there's sometimes no time for that. And um, perhaps before the end, we will have to act first and... Uh, Apologize later. Yeah. And um, before we go any further, I just wanted to say thank you, like properly, for like everything you've done and how kind you've been. And because I know we got off to a shaky start with like Horace and everything, but you've like changed your mind, and that means that means a lot. And if anyone well, if anyone tries to yes. fuck with you, I will I will drown them in a tidal wave of blood. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm trying the I'm trying the swearing thing. I'm not sure if it suits me. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm I'm I like it. Um, but mm, <laughs> rivers of blood. Yes. Um, pointed in the right direction. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Well, look, look at it this way, Isadora. If um, the reason people don't trust you is because they don't know you, all they know is, as far as they're concerned, is what you are. And that thing has many frightening connotations, rivers of blood and so forth. But look, if I can come around, then uh, anyone else can. Thank you. Yeah. 
Let's see if we can um, let's see if we can get a get a hold on this book, shall yes, we? Yes, absolutely. So you guys pop up into the Church of Roz, and as you enter, you do remember, Isadora, you were given directions uh, to where the library is. Uh, and Gak, I believe, said she often is in the library, and that's probably the best place to look. So you head out through a side door in the kind of a nave area of the church and up a spiral staircase, and uh, you actually enter this really lovely small little library Um so, so, so much smaller than the library you're used to at Athril, but it looks very well tended to. Like, they, they care very deeply about the knowledge that is in this space. And you do find Gak is is sat reading a book, and she sees you as you come in. Just not, not to step on the scene, but before it starts properly, I think um, at the time that Tor Brennan was meant to meet Isadora. Zongroff does send a message to Isadora asking whether Tor Brennan's turned up because I'm still worried that he's going to be murdered Dead. by the Repscallions. I'll, I'll swiftly reply and say, Tor Brennan arrived safely, just going to talk to my professor. Oh, Isadora, it is lovely to see you. It's good to see you here. You came. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for... Um, letting me know that you'd be here. Um, I I brought my, my friend Tor Brennan. Um, oh, cause of course. Hello, sir Dwarf. Tor Brennan, this is uh, Professor Gat Georg. Mm. Yes, I'm a professor of uh, herbology at the uh, at the university. Did we? I think we did met we at the You did meet very service. briefly, yes, yeah. Yes, I don't think we've been properly introduced. My name is uh, Professor Urog. I am a herbology teacher at the university. Tor Brennan, um, just mm. Tor Brennan. Uh, Paladin of the Blades of Valorous. Very impressive. It's very good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you finally um, got to see this place. You know, uh, you've not been in the uh, library of the church before, have you? No, I'm very, very excited to um, look at the books and see what I can, I can research. It is not much, but you know, it, it is somewhere that I appreciate greatly uh, to have somewhere quiet, you know, away from. The congregation, they can be a little intense. I, I, I'm sure you know that yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, I actually had a question about uh, a book that's being held in the vaults of Athril. Um, sorry, did, I can't remember in the last episode, did, did I mention that before? Uh, uh, she knows that you've requested a book that's oh, yeah, in the yeah. vault and that Leonor did not allow you access to it. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have a question about the ways of valor um, because Professor Leonor is not keen on letting anyone right. have a look at it, and very specifically, yes, does not want me to be looking at it. Oh um, I'm, no, I'm I'm sure it is not personal to you. I, I'm sure that she just doesn't want any students to get access uh, to to this book in particular. You know. Um, okay. And um, non. Students? Well, anyone, I mean, especially not anyone who's not a part of the university, you know. Uh, I mean to say staff in particular. Oh. Okay, yeah. Um, Sounds I like it just... is sensitive information, though, you know, I mean, the vault is, it is not a bank vault. It is, it's a place to get to pretty easily. It wouldn't take a fancy lockpick to get in. I mean, you know, uh, it is a more complex magical nature, but... I know where it is. I'm sure I could help you get there if you were that desperate. That would honestly be really, really helpful. <laughs> yes, I, you know, ever since uh, Madame Trowell suggested it 
uh, that that uh, that book to you, uh, and and then I heard that uh, Leonor turned you down so much. You know, Leonor and I, we we knew each other when we were young, and uh, I understand her, and I especially understand why she wouldn't want this to get into the wrong hands. But Isadora, I think you had the right hands. I don't think she is necessarily being reasonable. Thank you. Um, do you not, um, if you'll excuse me, do you not risk incriminating yourself by helping us in this manner? I think that yeah. if you can make it past the magical defenses of the vault, then I'm not sure that that will be a problem. I can also just quickly jump in here. Uh, Gak would know she actually is perfectly within her rights as a professor of the university to give someone access to the vault. The vault used to be used to place items that were deemed banned or, uh, you know, anything that was difficult to level with, anything they didn't want to get into the wrong hands. But the vault is designed to give things out. The magical defenses are designed to allow those who are found worthy to receive information. The university, and Gak would tell you this, is that the university was founded on this idea that information should be free, but an understanding that certain information could be difficult to the world and if the vault itself not any person or body if the vault itself judges that you are a worthy person to receive the information you seek or the prize that you seek you can receive it yes if the vault allows you to take it out i'm not going to be in any trouble hmm. the security system that chooses who to let in. Yes, it is about... Or not. It is about worth. It is about <laughs> honor. It is about honesty. If you are worthy of the All information, right. then you will get it. I understand why Leonor does not want to give you access to the vault at all. I'm, I am sure that she would much rather do not even know the vault exists. Perhaps she would think that it is knowledge above your station, even that the vault is around. Uh, but there are members of staff that respect the old professor's decisions to establish a vault that anyone could access were they deserving of it. Well, perhaps we should um, uh, amass our little group and um, share what information we've gathered and uh, have a little trip to a, to a little vault. How does that sound? That sounds great. Yeah. Let's do it. Of course, I would be more than happy to show you and your friend. It is uh, it is best to travel into the vault with others. Emotional support. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's an interesting I mentioned turn that of these, I imagined that these, uh, these magic were, uh, were trials. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Uh, trials of uh, a spiritual and emotional nature. I would encourage you to bring your friends. They would be able to support you through the trials themselves. All right. Okay. Probably not the jaunt that I had in mind, but... It is not a jaunt. This is precisely why... <laughs> this is precisely why Leonor keeps this so secret. It is no jaunt whatsoever. Jaunt it is certainly is not. Awesome. Okay. Makes sense. Um... I think we do need this book if we're going to understand the visions we've been having, so... 
Oh, and yes. obviously for your for for the blades of Valorous, it's very important. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, I respect that it's important for the blades. You, sir, deserve to have access to uh, a book about your organization. Honestly, it was um, rather a shock to hear that there was a complete copy. The, uh, to my understanding, the, the the blades of Valorous have been operating for many years under the assumption that um, all that was left were the uh, texts, uh, s- scraps of text yes. held by our um, by our leader. Well, the vault and its contents are not publicized anymore. Uh, many used to enter the vault in an attempt to retrieve untold knowledge uh, and very few were successful um, if there is something that is kept in particular in the vault it is likely most other people in the world even those about which the information is relevant would have no knowledge of it well I'm very curious very curious and indeed you mentioned yes. visions uh, I think the, there are a number of texts within the vault uh, that would help with the uh, with visions and, well, we are all friends in, in here, prophetic magic. Uh, if they are going to find it anywhere, it will be there. Good to know. Good to know. Professor Urog will take you whenever you need. Uh, she's pretty accessible. Yes, it is my day off. <laughs> <laughs> it's our most days, it seems. Uh, so I presume you're wanting to meet back up with these guys yeah i assume because i'm the one with the speaking stone i will be the one to <laughs> send the message i mean i can yell really yeah, true. <laughs> Might be just as effective. <laughs> <Burn it! laughs> just echoes across the city um zongroff you get a ping on uh, and meredith you both get a ping on your speaking stone from isadora saying uh we're done at the church of Roz. i presume uh do you want to meet up yeah um no, I'm 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 happy to meet back up. I think, yeah. I mean, providing Meredith has has agreed um, to kind of take her statement. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before we leave, I'm going to go to Pine Silver and explain to him that he is now the most important man in this case right now. <laughs> what? Um, Me? <laughs> I always knew it would come down to this. That'll show my dad. I can finally tell him I'm the most important man. <laughs> There's a couple things I need you to do, Silver, and they are all. Very important. You got it. Anything okay. for you, buddy. First thing, yeah. what I have here is a statement right. from yeah. Meredith Winvere mm-hmm. explaining the fact yeah. that Darren Winvere right. is a possible suspect yeah. in this case. Okay. If he turns up, he is right. not to have access to Tavern yeah. until we have questioned him. Okay. Yeah, All yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. As soon as so, he gets sorry, here, you, you need Winvere? to let me know. You said Winvere. Yeah. As in where? I feel like I heard that somewhere else here today, but I'm actually not really <laughs> sure. I'm not putting two and two together. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I'm not actually sure what it's about. <laughs> the guy from the Elven Dominion, when he turns up, you let right, me know yeah, immediately, yeah, no, I know, I know. and you do not let him see Tavern no, until I am Of course, of course, of course, of course. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. Not once. Not if you if you tell me to do it, I would I would, I would, would die for you. Okay, we're going to need to scale the intensity back like yeah, 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 30%, yeah. but oh, like, sorry, I, I, I really appreciate great. the enthusiasm. Yeah. I just have a lot of energy today, and I, I just, cannot think of why. I look at Meredith, and I hope she appreciates this is oh. the consequence of her own actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meredith's no. loving it. Before you go, before you go, uh, 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 Thistle was looking for you, Penny. Uh, right. Yeah, she's um, going all over the place. She's gone crazy. Uh, She's in a rage. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. She's gone mad. I will go and talk. Okay, Silver, you yeah. 
what I said about the envoy from, from Elvin Dominion. Remember that? What was that? And <laughs> Look, also, I need you to do some paperwork. Okay, okay. Do all the paperwork yeah. to make Tavin's transfer as difficult as possible, okay? We want to keep him, and we want to keep Darren ah, Windsor so here. triplicate, that sort of Yeah, thing. I believe yeah. in you, buddy. If the, okay. if the police as an institution exists for any reason, it's to absolutely hold up justice in every manner possible. <laughs> I mean... This is a larger discussion, but probably right. not yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find Penny. Yeah, I'm just gonna give Pine Silver a quick top up of coffee oh, and God. just put some whipped cream on the top and just give him a thumbs you up. You know, something in me is just itching for this, and I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like maybe if I don't eat this, I'll die. <laughs> Cool. This oh my is, yep. god! <laughs> this is such like... a crazy energy shift from Pine. I love it. <laughs> There's a lot here. Um, do I have time to just go see Penny, or should I? Yeah, you got time to go see Penny real quick. Um, okay. I think. Are Stick you? Where are in. you guys meeting up again? Are you guys meeting up here? Uh, I mean, I, I assume we'd meet uh, at least as far as Isadora and I are concerned. We'd meet somewhere close to wherever we're. Wherever I mean, the you guys are relatively is. close to one another. Uh, might make sense to just if you guys. Go to Justice Hall. You can all meet there, and then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. If that makes the most sense, yeah. then then we come to them. That's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Great. Uh, so yeah, you pop into the archives of uh, Justice Hall where uh, Penny is working. Within Justice Hall is a huge archive of records. Uh, in there, you can always find a watch officer with their head buried in decades worth of records. Uh, on this day, you see Penny Thistle going through stacks of paper, uh, trying to understand the Harbor Council uh, break-in. And then suddenly with a ping in your mind, you remember, ah, birth certificates. <laughs> right. That's that nat one. <laughs> taking <laughs> taking hours to register. <laughs> oh, oh, good job, brain. Um, <laughs> Just several hours too late. It's taking a while, but yeah. Okay, I'll go and uh, disturb Penny's work. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, uh, Groshak, how you, how you doing? Uh, hey, um, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to disturb. I. Uh, no, it's all right. Look, I've doing? been thinking about something. I reckon this Tarvin Blake might have something to do with the theft of the birth certificates. Has that occurred to you? <laughs> oh, yeah, like immediately. No. Um, oh, mate, you I should have come and told me as soon as you worked it out. <laughs> I've been here literally all morning trying to trying to piece this together. And if you'd have known the whole time, you could have just come and helped me. I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, now that you mention it, though, it was in his diary, his uh, journal here. It's the words birth certificate. I never, uh, you never bothered to tell me that one. It's been, I have also been busy. I'm sorry. Look, Remember man, that I, fight? I'm sorry. I know, I get it. it. I, yeah, you were. I'm sorry. Uh, I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah, no, no. Track runs back now. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Sorry. I'm just, I'm tightly wound. All right. I got a lot of stuff going on yeah. with this, with this break in and birth certificates. Like the total number of records are the same as they should be. Right. But you're saying some are missing? Well, we've looked at the records and we haven't been able to see what's missing. Right. Yeah, I'm as confused as you. Uh, so, but you're sure there's something missing? Look, when that break-in happened, everyone upstairs, they were putting it right down to just vandalism, right? But the records, they've been fiddled with. Nothing's missing. But I can't prove that. And as soon as Trackrem, who's 
the lead on this case gets targeted by by that by that elf bloke and you come here and tell me that you reckon he has something to do with it and he's written it all in his notebook there's gotta be something there right okay well i i show her the names from the notebook this this notebook it's mostly in code but these names here magdalite foot iron bone persephone williamson and uh felicity they, they're all they're all in the notebook and there's this word birth certificate it's, it's worth i don't know it's worth looking if you can find him uh, I just rolled a check for Penny. Uh, Penny's having a quick look through. She's seen this by now. She kind of knows what's there, roughly. She pulls out, she can find each four of those people. Uh, and she's found about um, five or ten Felicities, like several Felicities that have been born, maybe even like 20. She asked, do you have a surname that would help narrow it down? Uh, Ravenwood? No, Ravenwood's in here. Not, not, not a Felicity anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was worth a shot. What about Sayel? Is that in there? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not in the room. Sayel, yeah. uh, there is a record of a bird folk called Sayel. Sayel. Uh, they were there. They seem to be about like 30 years old. Uh, their records in there. Yeah. Um, would you like to maybe message Isadora about? Because you don't know the surname for Felicity. Yeah. No, I I, I will message her. Um, uh, in fact, why don't we just say? Uh, you guys have all arrived and come into the room at this point. Meredith bursts into the door having followed you and yeah. said... Just into the archives. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> ah, hello, I, I hear you were having a private conversation. Uh, oh, hey, everyone. Hello. <laughs> I see Pine Silver's not doing the front desking very well. That's fine. Yes, he, he seemed awfully preoccupied with, um, with a lot of paper. It was kind of, you know, yeah. going everywhere. It's okay, though. I gave him more coffee. I thought oh, that would help. No. Right, uh, this, this is... Speaking of, Penny, do you want a cup? Oh, you know, mate, I'm actually gasping for one. Uh, right. Penny. <laughs> I am exhausted. I've been here, like, all night. I, I haven't gone home yet. I will buy a coffee from the machine. I will buy you a coffee from the machine. This Seriously. one looks lovely. I don't want to be it, rude to you, mate. It's really a lot. You make your own decisions. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, well, how much are we talking? Are we talking like a, like a single shot? What are we talking about here? Um, no, more more than a single shot. There's a lot of sugar in it as well. Yeah, sounds like it's going to keep me going. Hey, look, early in the morning, right? Sounds like it's going to keep yeah. me going. It'll get you through that afternoon slump, I reckon. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Oh, mate. The, she drinks a coffee and suddenly uh, Penny Thistle is a normal average person again. You feel as though she is so exhausted and beat down that finally she is restored to kind of her true, like, right, kind you you self. Yeah. I fixed your co-worker. Oh, yeah. Cool. Right, so obviously these uh, the records do correspond to uh, the names in the book. Uh, seems like they're all here. Uh, I can't track down a, a Felicity. There's a number of Felicities in here, uh, unless I've got a, a, a surname uh, to go on. Then I, as I can't soon as she says that name, I kind of flash over to Isadora awkwardly. Like, uh, I um, spoke to my dad and we might be looking for a Felicity Taylor. Oh, Is she right. in there? She pulls out a birth certificate for a Felicity Taylor. She was born on the 19th of Elation, 1299, in St. Stoneheart Hospital. And she also pulls out a death certificate. She oh, died shit. on the 20th of Domalt, 1329. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I don't know if, if this was somebody related to the case, then... We can't exactly get info from them. 
Okay. Um, yeah, no, thanks, Penny. Hi. Yeah. Uh, if you need anything else, let me know. Yeah. Um, I'll keep you updated. I, I think you're probably right. I think we've got... Yeah. We might be looking for the same thing here. What was the death the... date again? It was the 20th of Domalt, 1329. Was that recently? Uh, no, this, it's 1345. Okay. So that was about, I believe that's 16 years ago. Isadora, I would like you to roll me an intelligence check, please. Uh, and oh, I would also right. like everyone else to please roll me a perception check. 21. Damn. Natural 20. Natural Ooh. 20. Okay, fantastic. 14. 27. All right. Isadora, you quickly do the math in your head. Your dad told you earlier today that he saw her and spoke with her when you were five. This was a year before then. She died a year before she apparently talked to your father. Okay. Tor Brennan, you take a look at that death certificate and you see that it's written really hastily, like fast does not match the careful script of every other death certificate in there. This is a fake death certificate. Um, this is a forgery. You what? How do you know that? Yeah, look, and I'll hold up another one of them that isn't as hasty and kind of place them next to each other. The hand is 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 good. It's yeah. a good replication of, of the hand, but look how quickly they've... Look at the strokes. I wouldn't have caught that if we... Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised I did, but um, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was just looking at the names of the disappeared, then this one wouldn't have even come out. Yeah, and my, my dad said that um, she that she spoke to... that he spoke to Felicity um, when I was five, and that was a year later than this death certificate, so that matches up. She... Right. She might not be dead. Or she might want people to think she is. Oh. Then I think we found what was fiddled in the records. Um, Isadora, I'm... I'm sorry, are you okay? I... It's been a rough day, but yeah. I'm okay. And, um, yeah, it seems like a lot of things are coming together in a rather interesting way. Um, but, um, my professor, Yurok, um, is happy to help us to get access to the Ways of Valor, which might give us some information on um, the visions we've been having. And that might be helpful for the wider case. Well, um, I, I feel like we've found out a lot about some of the people who may or may not be involved and what they may be up to and where they might have been. And uh, Sergeant, I have some informate well to share with all of you about my meeting with uh, mr vincenzo rapscallion but um the one thing we have almost no information about is why we have shared the visions we've shared are we still standing next to penny wait visions you both you guys been having visions no it's the coffee it makes you think you hear penny, penny's dug her head back into the records and uh and you guys are speaking you get away with it this corner. time boys. okay i will i will i will gently usher everyone i, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> sure let That's her listen <laughs> so brennan wouldn't care i wouldn't give a shit um yes uh we have no understanding of why or how any of this is happening, and I, I feel like this this might be our um, perhaps the only way to find out what's going on with the whole prophetic visions 
business. And I understand I, I, I have a, a vested interest in this, given my own um, religious views, but whilst the prospect of reading the complete uh, 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 Ways of Valor is very enticing, the matter at hand is, is what... Um, motivates me in, in, in this uh, in, in this moment. I just felt that might be relevant to say. Um, no, of course, we'll get if your professor can help us get the book, great, we'll take it out the library, have a little look, you know. Yes, it sounds a little more involved uh, than that. Um, yeah. There was talk of trials oh. and a need for emotional support. Yeah. I'm sorry, what now? Yes. I, I called it a, a jaunt. And Professor Yorog was very clear that it was not that. Well, I'm kind of a natural born winner, so I think we'll be fine. She, um, she described a, um, yeah, yeah, perhaps the wrong person to be explaining this, some kind of magical security system that seemed to, um, vet those who attempted entry to the vaults, um, through some sort of process, some sort of trial process uh, and then those deemed worthy were allowed access like an exclusive club i love it yes i think zongroff kind of looks deeply confused slightly worried stares into the middle of the distance for a second and kind of remembers all the like insane nonsense that's happened over the last two days and just kind of comes to terms with it like a full you know all the stages of, of grief the same time. yeah okay yeah no trials get a book yep yep Makes sense. <laughs> uh, well, excellent. Seems like they're both in, Isadora. I say we go uh, get this done. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, to Brennan, you. I'm glad you're all right. Ah, yes, you, yes, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Vincenzo Rapscalli, charming fellow. Um, right. I mean, you know, uh, I, I hear crime bosses often are. Um, yes. Uh, well, shall we walk and talk? Yeah. Um, yeah, hang on. Uh, can I actually just run back to Penny for a second, um, and just kind right. of <laughs> awkwardly tap the desk? To the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What's up? It just nose deep in here. Couldn't hear any incriminating things <laughs> you were talking about. You've always been a friend, Penny. Um, you got it. It just sorry. My my brain's still working a bit slow. Um, I uh, it occurs to me. Right. You said the records. There's the same. There's the right number in there. Yeah, yeah. There's just the exact same number as there should be. Why do you right. Ask? Well, because if we have a fake death certificate, there must be a real one missing. Huh. That makes sense. You're right. I mean, you know, presumably this... The whole thing has been forged, so it can't have just been altered. If this is a new death certificate, then you're right. There must be one missing. Um, I will have to cross-reference this and see if I can work out where one's gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you need somebody who's really good at doing a lot of paperwork, talk to Silver. I would really rather not talk to Silva. I, I feel yeah. This is he's, he's been telling everyone I've been on a rage today, and I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm very calm. And then he told me that the chief was on a rage, and the chief is like, "That's the most zen I've seen the chief in a while." 
<laughs> so I don't know what his situation is. Yeah. I think he just likes telling a nice tale. Yeah. But, you know, he's got some strengths. So just... Uh, anyway, I, yeah, I'd no. appreciate it. Just let no, me know yeah, you if you right. right yeah, anything. and you let me know on you let me know what's going on with this with this case when you find anything else out. All right, if this is if this is somebody going after you know me or my boss, then we need to know about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got to go to the library, a different one. <laughs> Bye. A lot of libraries going around these days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so many libraries in this game. Uh, there's the crime library, there's the magic library, there's the crime other magic library. Wait, the crime library. Yeah. yeah, the records room is the crime library. That's, that's what we call it. You're uh, in the crime library. The library of crime. The crime library. No, I library. thought there was like a rapscallion crime library. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we went into a rapscallion library where it detailed every crime yeah. they ever did in intricate, incriminating detail. I, I, I didn't pick the right dialogue choices to get to the crime library during the, oh, the conversation. So, oh, yeah. yeah. My bad. When that happens, miss out on a whole crime library. <laughs> so, are we headed to grab Gak and head down to the vault? Yes. Um, as yeah, as we go, so. I will fill in the others on um, the Rapscallion-related stuff. Um, would okay. you like me to do that in game, or what I can do is I can just I, I can just I'd tell. I'd like to hear what everyone else thinks about it. I'd like to hear cool. what everyone else thinks about it. So if you could just quickly yeah, yeah, run no over the information, that would I made, be really good. I made good, some yeah. very tall Brennan-style notes. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> right, um, as we go. So, uh, Vincenzo Rapscallion seemed um, almost, uh, almost too keen to um, convince me that uh, whatever was going on had nothing to do with him and his family um, family uh, mm. he he made special mention of his brother um, one of our missing persons Leo um, Rebscallion now an interesting thing about uh, uh, mr. Leo Rebscallion is he's apparently something of a, 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 of a, a talented by, by, by all accounts but an amateur magical engineer um, and Right. Whilst uh, Vincenzo did not have um, many examples of, of the work that Leo had done, he seemed to think that my description of what we faced um, in the bell tower and deafening door sounded very, very much like his brother's work. Interesting. Now, uh, yes, uh, and apparently um, Leo has been trying to get uh, uh, Vincenzo to... Um, incorporate this uh, technology that he's been working on into their daily crime um, for some time. And uh, it seems very much that um, Mr. Vincenzo has no interest in that. Uh, what else? Do you think this right. orb that um, Tarvin had could be one of um, Leo's as well? well we, did, um, we did find that one powering uh getting this right there was an orb in deafening door wasn't there they pulled it out of the machine yeah, and that's what stopped door the, and then there was that's what stopped the countdown yeah cool. yeah I'll, I'll pull it out of my bag and show it to everyone because i've still got mm. it yeah that acorn there that's uh that's a rapscallion signature could, so uh could be um connected um yes uh Songroff, it seems that your uh, predecessor Sergeant Ironbone had something of a deal with Mr. Vincenzo, Rapscallion. Uh, it seems they were 
sharing information and uh, had an understanding that Leo's actions and um, disappearance had nothing to do with the Rapscallion family and that uh, all Vincenzo was interested in was finding out whether or not his brother was okay. But not necessarily, uh, well, no, certainly not taking any responsibility for anything that he had done. And, um, well, I believe the man. I think I'm, uh, well, actually, that's not true. Naive as I am, uh, I, I certainly had a feeling that the man was telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, uh, Zongraff lowers her voice for a second. I mean, it, when I had that vision of Iron Bone, I, I don't know. That's what I thought it looked like. It looked like a, it looked like a deal. It, no, it makes sense. It's, it's not great, but you know, Iron Bone was trying to figure the case out. If the Rapscallions had the same ends, it seems like they've been looking for him too. Uh, he also mentioned a name, Sayel, as somebody to look into. Uh, a, a, Leo's partner. A partner of Leo's, yes. Uh, it seems they, they shared a lab or, or a workspace somewhere, but um, again, Vincenzo did not know where that was. Uh, so that's something else to look into. Um, he also... Well, I got... Um, sorry. No, uh, no. I'm dumping a lot on you Silver, right now. It's fair enough. Silver said that they, they'd located an orb factory or a, a magical factory that could have produced the orb that Tavin had. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the right one, but it's a lead. Got to start somewhere. Mm. Uh, his final piece of uh, advice felt more like a warning was um, our friend uh, Vincenzo Rapscallion seems, seems very much of the opinion that uh, Moira Langford is not necessarily what she seems or perhaps that her motives are not um, quite so altruistic as all that. Yeah, I've got some like real snaky vibes from her. Yes, it's a, I find it's a common vibe from um, those with that much money. But, uh, and I, I again, I understand that he has no reason to like the woman given her, uh, her stance on, uh, on the crime in this city, but I believed him. Not just that he doesn't like her, but that perhaps she may have some... Well, if not a hand in this, then a hand in something. Well, keep an eye out. She's not a hard woman to find. Yes, I, I am uh, uh, literally living in her house. And he sort of drifts a little bit. It's seemingly only now thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, so like party at yours next weekend, yeah? <laughs> does she have a pool? I don't know, Zach, does she have a pool? Would you like her to have a pool? Fuck yeah, she got a pool. She's rich. Yes. It's probably on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> she got a really big pool. Oh my god, amazing. Well, I tell you what. Let's um, uh, live through this week first. Yeah. <laughs> She's got an infinity pool. 100%. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks out onto the shore oh. and it gets great light at sunset. I think if it's all right with everyone, I'm going to kind of, as we're walking, just kind of pull back and just sort of... Um, pull up beside Meredith and kind of conspiratorially um, say to her, "Looks like, looks like I've got a date with Sec Dog tomorrow." Terrible crimes. Oh, cool. That's that's great. Um, I'm sure you're gonna have a really good time. Thank you. Um, actually, I wanted to ask. Um, you said at the open mic night that you'd met them before. Um, how how do you know them? What do you think of them? Um, I just, 
I'm trying to remember how much I've told Isadora about what happened with Ash. I don't think you've um, said anything. No, I don't think I... You have. Yeah, you've said a lot about your friend, but you've never... I've, I've never clocked that it's you were talking about yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I, I don't know Zektog well at all, so, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they were kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time, but, like... Um, you know my friend that I told you about who like moved um, and le left school and like moved to be with with this boy that she liked and then then she found that he was like getting with someone else um, well that someone else was Zektok. Um but I mean I'm I'm not one to to judge I don't I don't think Zektog kind of knew about my friend or anything um, yeah okay. Roll me a, a wisdom check, uh, Isadora. All right. That is 19. You know that she's talking about herself. Okay. Finally. I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Eventually. It's got like, there. Yeah. Massive flashbacks um, to every other time she said, my friend this, my friend that. You're like, oh my God, it was you the whole time. <laughs> Brain explosion. Um, I'm just going to go, oh... I see. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give her a hug. I'm just not gonna say anything, I'm just gonna give her a hug. Just gonna hug back and I'm just gonna be like, I don't have any hot chocolate on me, but it seems like you've had a rough day. Do you want some coffee? Um <laughs> I think out of character, I'm remembering what happened last time. <laughs> uh so I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that's really, really kind of you and I love your coffee, but I think um, I think I'm feeling a lot of things right now, and I think it would just intensify everything. So I'm going to yeah. save it for later. But yeah, there's one time one of my friends she uh, she drank way too much of it, um, and uh, yeah, she just, just completely freaked out, got really angry, could not calm down for like a whole day. Um, it was it was really bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> silly friend. You know again she's talking um, about herself. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Good to know. Um, yeah. I'm sure that must have been tough yeah. for your so friend. My, uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just fill everyone in on the, the situation with my dads and mm -hmm. them coming and everything. So everyone knows that now. Fantastic. So is, has everyone exchanged all the information that they want to exchange? Well, Torbred and I are now 50 yards away having sure. our own conversation. <laughs> having a really in-depth conversation about the case. Are you guys having another conversation that you guys want to fill us in on? or? Um, no, I will tell them about um, that uh, Tavern wasn't speaking, but he did mention the, the Elven Dominion having... Uh, you know, uh, uh, strong powers and things like that. It sounds like he's like a worse punishment uh, installed than anything we could do, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it it sounds like he might be involved with higher powers of the Elven Dominion, but otherwise was being um, both obtuse and annoying. You'd be surprised to hear. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm going to say you guys arrive uh, at Athril. Uh, who's actually been here before? Torbrennan, you've come in before. Isidore, you've definitely been here before. Meredith, you've been here before. Zongraf, have you been here before? Um, I don't think I've been in. I mean, I imagine oh, I'd be yeah. vaguely familiar with it. I live in the city. And yeah. I... Presumably I'd have had some kind of incident with skeletons there that she'd have to right. deal with. <laughs> in the chemistry lab, just <laughs> turning on the Bunsen burners. 
No, no. I'm gonna say, Zongruff, you've uh, never actually come in this place, the front entrance. Uh, <laughs> you've you've always come in like through like some weird side entrance because there's been an emergency and this is where the fastest route is. Uh, you walk into this place and it knocks you back a step. This is the most grand, opulent chamber you've ever been in, the entranceway of Athril. This is one of the oldest buildings in the city. Athril was built in the original site of the village that the city was founded on. And this has always been a very powerfully magic site in general, as far as kind of cultural history can remember. And so there was a, a school built here and you can feel all of you like this intense kind of just ambient magic kind of like coming through the place. It is, it is a place designed for those uh, who wield magic. So you actually see uh, Gak is there. You, you let her know, I presume through some kind of message or something or when you'd meet her, uh, but Gak will be there for you uh, when you're ready. Uh, and she, she will meet you in the front entrance. Fancy. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm um, glad that, that uh, you, you're, um, you could make it. Um, you are all friends of uh, Isadora's. Uh, I believe we've all cursorily met at the uh, service for Kindrith the other night. Yeah, that was a real sad night. Yes, I mean, they're not, you know, pick-me-up yeah. parties, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the definition of the name. Yeah. Speaking of, well, uh, Tor Brennan's throwing a party next weekend. Oh, Tor Brennan, you are throwing parties. a... Tor Brennan, you are throwing a party. Is this a party an old orc like me could be maybe invited to, you, you know, know? if I find myself in a position where um, my current employer's house uh, uh, either finds itself in, in my um, possession or um, I have enough access to it to, uh, to, to have such a party, then you know what? Absolutely. Yes. Um, we've got an infinity pool oh, and everything. Thank you, very much. you never know. She might just like mysteriously disappear, like all those other people. Yes, or a big clock might fall on her. Shall we go in? <laughs> Such funny jokes. So we proceed to the Vault of Mirrors. Yes, please. Oh, sorry, what? No. Okay. The Vault of Mirrors. Well, repeating it definitely is very illuminating. Thank you. <laughs> if that's where the book is. Well, you said what? I did not know if you had heard me or you know. Gak quickly takes you all and you start to descend down flight of stair after flight of stair, spiraling kind of down into the deep subterranean levels of Athril. Uh, even you, Isadora, begin to feel uncomfortable as you go beyond the deepest point you have ever needed to go within the university. Yet you just keep going and going and going deeper and deeper underground. It's one more flight, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> These passageways thrum with intense magic of an ancient and powerful being. It is almost as if the centuries of magic on this site has transformed the university itself into something more than just a physical space. You feel as though you are stood within the bowels of a great beast who is granting you access into its resting place. Finally, you come to a stop, and Gak gestures to the door. The door is small and unassuming. Isadora, you recognize this as the door from your dream that you woke up with from last night. You have a feeling that if this door hadn't been pointed out to you, none of you would have noticed it. Uh, this is 
an intense room. It will give you many trials to determine your worth to take the knowledge from its depths. Uh, I shall go no further with you. Uh, This is perhaps something for the four of you to face alone. Have you ever been in? Myself, I have never been in. I believe it ought to be utilized more, but uh, I'm afraid that I have never been drawn into such a large and important amount of information. The information I need tends to be relatively ground level. That's funny because she's the herbology teacher. Being a herbologist. I, I got ah, it. That is was it? Cool. I like it's that. very good. Yes. You're funny. I like you. <laughs> Thank you. You are also funny and I like you. Thank you. I'm going to go stand in front of the door. You go stand in front of the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is everyone ready to go in? Yeah. Bring it. Yep. Go check out a book. <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's going to be another library, right? Like, it's just going to be like walking into the library. Like, maybe the night librarian will be there. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm certain. Al- almost certainly. And I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid no one you know will... Uh, will will be in there uh, well i mean i don't really you. know the night librarian um we just sort of have this like banter going on um you will find only what you take with you you open the door and are immediately blinded by bright lights concealing what lays behind do you want to enter i'm gonna put some sunglasses on and i'm gonna stride on in great everyone else yep yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess we're going in here. Uh, I, so I guess Meredith was sort of the first to, you know, stride in. I think as Meredith goes in and, and Zongruff walks in, I'll just sort of, like, take Isadora's hand and, and then we'll walk in together. <laughs> That's so nice. Aww. Zongroff, Meredith, Torbrennan, and Isadora step into the Athril vault, headed towards an uncertain fate. Will they be able to face these uncertain trials ahead of them? Will they be the same when they emerge? Find out next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. We'll see you then. Hey guys, uh, uh, can you let us know where we can find you all? Uh, and I'm going to start with you, James. Hi, um, yeah, so you can find me at Barbarosaphone on Twitter. Um, you can also check out Zach and my other podcast, The Orphans. It's a, it's a great time. It's a sort of dark sci-fi um, drama, very character driven. Uh, Maddie, where can, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract. Um, and you can also find out about uh, my personal podcast projects at snazzytapier.wordpress.com. And I also guest as Claire in Y2K audio drama. So you can search on the socials and the podcatchers for that. Woo. Uh, Pip, where can people find you? Uh, my uh, social media presence is as empty as my cold, cold heart, but I can be found popping up in, in, in various uh, uh, wonderful podcasts. Uh, the Orphans, Wooden Overcoats, uh, Victoriosity, and I'm sure lots and lots more. Liz, what have you got? Um, I can be found on social media at Liz X Campbell. I uh, don't tweet much, but maybe if uh, you tweet at me, maybe that'll encourage me to do so. And hey, if you want to tweet at Pip, 
you know, send it to me and I'll uh, I'll pass it on through that uh, carrier pigeon that we have between us. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love promoting this uh, messenger by proxy system. And finally, Laura, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on social media with the handle at by Laura Girling. Um, that's mostly illustration. And likewise, um, if you want to contact Pip, um, tweet me and I'll send him a handwritten letter. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find me personally at Z-A-C-K-F-G, uh, ZachFG on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Realms of Peril and Glory at RealmsPod. And the absolute best way of supporting this show is to head on over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Uh, there you can get bonus episodes. You can get behind the scenes content, production updates, lots of really cool stuff that you're going to want to get your hands on. Uh, and thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Farewell. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.